0: as a baby and we thought a little bit about him as a boy. We thought about Mary last weekend too as she had baby, the baby Jesus, but there's one person that we don't think very much about usually in the Christmas story, and that is Joseph. Joseph. We're not told a lot about Joseph. He's nearly forgotten. There's lots of things said about Mary. We sometimes call her the Blessed Virgin Mary because she really was blessed. Although it says in Luke's Gospel, chapter 11, that those who believe in Jesus are more blessed than even Mary was. So that can be us. That's wonderful, isn't it? Those who believe and obey God's word are more blessed than even Mary. Of course, Mary was obedient too. But we don't think much about Joseph because there's not much said about Joseph. But we did read a little bit about him even today when we said when it says that Jesus was obedient to them, to Mary and to Joseph. And it was Joseph's job, along with Mary, it was Joseph's job to bring up the baby to a little toddler, help him up when he kept falling down, help him to learn to walk, help him to learn to feed himself. And then he's got a bit older. His dad would start teaching him things. Perhaps he took him into the carpenter shop and started to teach him how to make how to use a saw and a hammer and a chisel and how to make furniture and how to make a plough and how to make all sorts of things like yokes that you carry buckets on, at least they used to in those days. And all sorts of things. He had to learn those things. And it was Joseph's job to teach him. Jesus wasn't really Joseph's son. And Mary, when she was expecting the baby Jesus, when Jesus was in her tummy, Jesus received his humanity from Mary. But he learned to be a man from Joseph. Because Joseph's responsibility was to bring him up. And he left, Joseph left the character, his character stamped on Jesus. So that often when they talked about Jesus, they would say, oh, that's Joseph's son. There was something about Jesus that reminded people of Joseph. He left his character even upon Jesus. And it was his job to help bring up Jesus. And um, there were no baby manuals around in those days. He couldn't go to the library and get a book out on how to bring up a little child. He couldn't go onto the internet because it didn't exist then. But he still had the responsibility of bringing up Jesus. But he just had to do what God says. It was an incredible task to be the person to bring up the baby Jesus to be a man. An incredible, a frightening task. Fancy being given that task by God. It was such a important task that, well, you could excuse Joseph if he got a bit frightened sometimes. But um, he wasn't insecure and anxious, as far as we can tell. Do you know, in Matthew's Gospel, four times we meet Joseph, and every time he's asleep. So he obviously didn't from suffer from insomnia, because he was worried about bringing up Jesus. He was quite at peace, it appears, in bringing up Jesus, The task of bringing up Jesus was quite beyond him. But because it was beyond him, he was able to say, I just have to trust God. And I'm sure that that's how Joseph brought up Jesus. But we read that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. That means he grew up physically, getting bigger and bigger. He grew up in his understanding of what's right and wrong. And he grew up spiritually too. I want to finish this morning by speaking to mums and dads, particularly dads. Fathers, you have the responsibility in helping your children as they grow physically. Now you say, what does that mean? Because it happens naturally. Well, yes, it does happen naturally, but part of that growing physically is what you allow them to to do and how you allow them, what you allow them to put in their bodies. And it's part of the father's responsibility to make sure that children growing up learn what is right and wrong, even in the things that will help them grow. And I'm sure he did that. And not only that, morally. It's the responsibility of parents, and particularly fathers, to teach the children the difference between right and wrong. I sometimes wonder when you hear on television about somebody that's gone off the rails and done all sorts of things, and they say, oh, I couldn't do a thing with him. That's because you didn't start early enough. We have to start from the earliest days to grow. The child has to, to learn the difference between right and wrong. And Joseph had that responsibility. And then spiritually, he grew not only in favor with men, but he grew in favor with God, we're told. Spiritually speaking, parents have the responsibility of helping their children. Fathers, it's not good enough to say, oh, when they get old enough, they can decide for themselves. Christian parents have the responsibility of helping their children spiritually. Don't allow the wife to take the lead all the time, men. And I can say this because I'm a man. Let the men take a lead in some of these things. And spiritually speaking, dads, you have a responsibility, as well as mums, in helping your children to take it. Uh, to grow spiritually at home. It includes small things like giving thanks at meals, reading Bible stories, helping people, our children, to understand what the Bible has to say and what it means. And learning those things ourselves and helping our children in understanding those things is so important. It's our responsibility, just as it was Joseph's. And Jesus grew up, and it says, he was obedient to them, and he grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and man. And the next things we learn about Jesus are when he was a man. But this is what it tells us about Jesus growing up. And we have lessons to learn, even as far as that's concerned. Let's finish our time together by singing one Song together and we'll stand to sing, May the mind of Christ my Saviour live in me from day to day. And the words will be on the screen. We'll stand to sing and we'll remain standing for prayer at the end.